0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with the Taurus. Please subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get automatic notifications of when the new episode comes out. So please like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. If you're not doing so already, please follow me on Instagram, Conversations with the Taurus. Facebook page, Conversations with the Taurus podcast. You can send me an email also at conversation74 at gmail.com. Hey, everyone, hope everyone's having a great day enjoying, you know, this beautiful August weather we've been blessed with for the past couple of days. Um, so for this episode, I want to discuss boundaries. And it was, it's been one of my most challenging episodes that I had to prepare for, which, of course, sent me into another space of overthinking everything. And when I thought about boundaries and creating boundaries for ourselves, I realized that first and foremost, you have to be feel that you're worthy enough to create boundaries, that you have enough value that you want to limit who has access to you. So I think in kind of establishing boundaries, we have to self-assess what is our self-worth, right? Am I worthy enough to now decide who I do or do not want around me, right? Because I have to also be confident enough that if I don't want you around me, I need to be okay with not having 50 million people around me. So, a lot of creating boundaries comes with value and self worth. It comes with you growing and changing. Now, for me personally, when I talk about growth, personal growth, I hate the word change. I really do. I always, for me, change is like negative. So when someone's like, oh, she changing, blah, 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 blah. blah. No, bitch, I'm growing. Like, there's a difference. So for me, change and growth are not the same thing. And as I, I continue to play this out, I started to think about property almost because there's properties on my mind, I'm property shopping. But um, I started to think about property in neighborhoods, Right. And so just give me a quick moment, like it's going to get crazy and then I'm going to bring it right back. Hopefully. Right. If not, then you'll never hear this episode because it just went crazy. But anyway, so just for a moment, picture a neighborhood, right? And picture a neighborhood that's changing and what that looks like to you versus a neighborhood that's growing and what that looks like to you. Okay, so first I'm going to get into what starts to happen as a neighborhood changes. And I'm going to stick to the word change. As a neighborhood begins to change, different people start to move in and out. As a neighborhood begins to change, there's also a change in property value. As a neighborhood begins to change, so does the maintenance to the property starts to change, right? So maintenance to the neighborhood, how people start to maintain their property starts to change. As that neighborhood starts to change, certain statistics of that neighborhood starts to change, right? So for this, I'm going to like focus on crime, you know, crime and violations start to change in a changing neighborhood and the aesthetics of that neighborhood starts to change. So now let's switch and let's start to picture a neighborhood that's growing a neighborhood that's flourishing. So as a neighborhood begins to grow and flourish, so wait, pause. Please don't don't let's remove gentrification because that is all going to trigger just a whole other thing in our spirit. So let's remove gentrification. Let's remove race. Let's just uh, just a simple neighborhood. Let's just make it a simple neighborhood. Right. Okay. so let's go back. So now we're going to deal with a growing neighborhood and in this growing neighborhood because this neighborhood is growing and flourishing. Different people are going to start to move into this neighborhood. Because the neighborhood is growing and flourishing, the property values are going to start to change. The value of the properties are going to start to increase and go up. The way this neighborhood is maintained, it's going to be improved. You're going to see improvements in the neighborhood. Because this neighborhood is changing, there are certain crime stats that are going to start to change. And because now we're in this flourishing, growing neighborhood, the aesthetics of the neighborhood starts to change, right? So now that these neighborhoods are changing, people are now ready to invest in this neighborhood. And some people are ready to invest in this neighborhood for the right reasons. Some people are ready to invest in this neighborhood for the wrong reasons. You are the neighborhood right? Because you're now growing, different people are starting to come to you. Different people want to be a part of you. You'll be in the neighborhood. People want to be a part of this neighborhood. People want to be a part of your neighborhood. Make the people that want to be a part of your neighborhood businesses right? So because now you're growing, you're flourishing, different businesses want to come into your neighborhood. But before this business came into your neighborhood, they did a little bit of research on your neighborhood. They studied what was the average household income, education level, age, all that good stuff, because that business needed to decide if that neighborhood was going to work for them. This business wasn't going to take the time to come in that neighborhood and not make money for itself. So that business only came because they found a niche and a need for that neighborhood that would continue to grow their business. And when you let people in your life, you have to decide are they there to grow themselves or are they there to invest in your neighborhood? So I'm going to go to the people that's there to grow the neighborhood. If I'm near and I'm coming into the neighborhood, neighborhood being you, and I want to be a part of your neighborhood and you want to join the collective, then you're going to understand to be a part of my neighborhood because I'm growing. I'm going to be mindful of the people I let into my neighborhood, into my flourishing neighborhood. I'm going to keep people around me that are going to grow me and want to continue to invest in my neighborhood. The property value has changed. I have changed because I'm growing. The things that are important to me have changed because I'm growing. If let's go back to the neighborhood model. If I'm in a neighborhood that's flourishing, I may not have used to, maybe I didn't care about my lawn before. But now I'm now held accountable for my lawn because I'm in this growing neighborhood. So my values have now changed. So I want to make sure whoever comes into my neighborhood is also taking care of their lawn. The maintenance has improved, right? In this growing neighborhood, maintenance has improved. For me, maintenance is your religion, spirituality. lifestyle. So if you're a religious person, you're going to have people around you to have somewhat the same values you do. If that's what's maintaining you, if it's about your spirituality, you're going to grow with people to have a same or similar experiences spiritually that you do that want to invest in a spiritual part of you that you're going to learn and grow from. If it's about lifestyle, is it about how you eat, what you drink, what your body takes in, how you care for your home, how you care for your kids? You are now the neighborhood, right? So if I'm a flourishing neighborhood, am I really going to let in somebody that's going to bring down my property value? Am I really going to let somebody in that's going to violate me, that being crime, crime being violations? Am I really going to let you in my neighborhood and violate me and bring down my property value? Am I now going to allow you in my neighborhood and now you're going to stress me out so now I'm not looking as cute as I used to? Am I going to let you in my neighborhood and worry about whether or not you're going to come back and harm me and my family? And I think when you start to look at yourself as this neighborhood, then you understand the importance of boundaries and parameters. Who I let into my neighborhood. In my neighborhood, I have my family that I need to protect. In my neighborhood, I have my friends. I have my money invested in my neighborhood. Who am I going to let in my neighborhood? Right? Now, I also have to be confident enough to know that When I stop letting certain people in my neighborhood, there could be an effect, right? The the effect of not letting everybody in my neighborhood is, guess what? I got a smaller circle to deal with. Am I ready and confident enough to deal with a smaller circle? Or do I need 50 people around me who are not goal-orientated, not focused, want to disrespect me, want to use me for my time and my money? Here's the other thing about boundaries. You have to believe in yourself. Believe it or not, everybody believes in you. Negative, positive. Everybody believes in you. The people that use you believe you're dumb enough that they could keep coming around and using you. People that disrespect you believe that clearly you don't respect yourself enough, so I'ma keep disrespecting you. So you have to believe that you're worthy of boundaries and parameters. Okay, so now you created all these fabulous boundaries. You have the right people living in your neighborhood. Everyone's invested. Everyone is doing well. But guess what? Just because you allow them in your neighborhood does not mean they have all access. And that is why the property model is so important. Yes, we live in the same neighborhood. Yes, we're all invested. Yes, you're maintaining your property value. My property value is growing. Your property value is growing. We're growing each other. Our experience is similar. We go to yoga together. Like all these great things that happen that's growing me. But just because you're in my neighborhood doesn't mean you now have all access to my life. Just because you're in my neighborhood doesn't mean you could come sit on my couch. I may wave at you from the driveway. I may talk to you at the supermarket. Our kids may be on the same sports team. That doesn't mean you can come sit on my couch. That doesn't mean you can come sit at my coffee table. At my coffee table, my kitchen table. It doesn't mean all access. So though you let people move into the neighborhood, it doesn't mean they have all access. And the tricky thing about all access is somehow family members feel they inherit the right to violate all your boundaries and have access to you. Creating boundaries with family members is one of the most challenging things, but it's something that is necessary because sometimes there are family members that use us up worse than any stranger or friend would. There are family members that will violate us more than any friend or family member would. There are family members that will tear you down emotionally and mentally because they feel they have all access to your life. They'll use you up. But because they're their family, you keep allowing them back in. Boundaries apply to everybody. Boundaries apply to your parents. Boundaries, boundaries apply to your children. Boundaries apply to your siblings, your cousins. Boundaries apply to everybody. This is your house. This is your property. Allow people in that have earned all access. They have all access because they've earned all access. Through time, through experiences, they have been there. They have shown that they're there for your overall growth. They're promoting your spis- your physical growth, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially, all that good stuff they support. They support because they believe in you. They support because they give you encouraging words. They support because when they see you do wrong, they're willing to step up and say something. They're not there to say, dumbass, that was stupid. No, they're checking in like, girl, you think that was the right move? Just to start the conversation. But they're there to grow you. They're having the right conversations with you. They're discussing money matters, right? They're discussing mental health and awareness. I just put all my episodes together. But no, to have all access, that's because you know that they're there for you in all those areas of your life. Access, All access is inherited... All access isn't there because we have a couple of DNA strands in common. All access isn't guaranteed because we share a last name. All access is earned. Please guys, remember, create your boundaries. Boundaries does not mean you hate someone. It doesn't mean you like them. It's just about you protecting yourself. Thank you guys for your time. Watch out for those property sharks to try to come and take over your neighborhood and do you dirty. No, guys. No, seriously. Thank you for your time. I look forward to your feedback and comments regarding this episode.